Let's see if it's Atlanta, but I guess that there could be. Villains on the same level as heroes. Or if it's his movies about a bad guy. But you still look up to them for some reason. Like that new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Like he's a villain and he's fucking with me murders people and shit. But he's also a hero to a lot of people. I mean, mostly serial killers. So. You know what? Some people need that type of hero. I mean, serial killers need. In their life, man. Like that too. I'll be weird on my stance, like pro serial killer. Like guys, they have lives too. That's just like their job, or their not their job. They all know they're like hobbies. Everybody has hobbies. Just because you don't murder people to make your hobby better. Um. So anyway, yeah. So humor and heroes are the top two things. Then movie has to have heart. Like it definitely has to mean something and mostly I'd see hard like relationships and stuff like that but it can also be like family members I guess or like kids people care about their kids a lot like Tegan she was so pissed when she was taken so that movie has heart now I guess but I mean not really a lot <laughs> But, a little bit. Like, there has to be, like, heart-filled scenes, is what I mean. So, because, like, most badass characters are driven by something heartfelt. But I want them to actually show it in the movies. And either, like, cry or tear up or get really emotionally moved. So, it's basically like that. And then the last major thing that I need in a movie, other than humor and heroes and heart, is I need there to be hotties. I need hot people. To be in the movie, being hot, doing hot people things. Um, I guess that's basically it. There doesn't need to be like nudity, but like at least like some shirtless guys and some shirtless girls, I guess. Like just at least I don't even know the PG thirteen. I guess like shirtless guy, you can be PG thirteen. Maybe shirtless girls, that's big way they are. Oh. Nobody ever does full frontal either. For guys. Remember the first time I ever saw full frontal? I was a kid. It was in that movie. Like on my bearded dragon was just like standing under his back feeling like with his mouth open. <laughs> it looks so weird. Like he looks like he's smiling. It looks like one of those like anime characters when they're like frozen at the end of a scene and they're smiling. <sighs> so weird. I've never seen him do that. What is he doing? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, hotties. I need to be like a lot of hot people. I need to be funny. Oh no, so I don't know or the first time I saw Full Frontal <laughs> was that movie in the cut with Meg Ryan. I remember I saw I remember she had like full bush. It was like a full on bush show. And I think right there I was like, I'm gay. No, I'm sorry, I think it was a few years later, but I mean, that probably didn't help. Like, if there was a list of things that turned someone gay, like Meg Ryan's full frontal bush probably is up there. I don't know, I mean, she was probably, I think she was attractive at one point. For some reason, that just really messed me up. Oh. Uh, and I couldn't tell you anything other, anything else that happened in that movie, I don't know. 
Someone was like, what happened about in the cut? I was like, fucking Meg Ryan and she had a pussy. That's what I remember. So, that might have been a good movie. I don't actually, I don't care. Um, so, that's my code. So, four H's. Humor, heroes, art, bodies. Now he's eating. I know you guys are like, oh my god, what's happening with the bearded dragon? Now he's like eating his vegetables. No, he has his mouth open again. What is mouth open mean? I feel like I need to look up what, why bearded dragons have their mouth open. Are you guys interested? I am. You know how like, you get on weird like rabbit holes on YouTube? And that's what I did earlier about bearded dragons. And I work at Petco, or I used to before I got furloughed because the world's ending. And so I feel like I had a pretty good knowledge of how to take care of like lizards and shit. And it says when a bearded dragon reaches its thermal maximum, it often sits with its mouth open. This behavior is called gaping. <laughs> it's called gaping. What? I think that's a verb. Parker, stop gaping. Shows the lizard. Oh, it's at his awful optimal temperature for asking. So it's like it's how they pant. Okay. So they, he's panting. That's weird. Well, then get out of the light. If you're hot. He's looking at me. <laughs> but I want the H code. Four things. Humor, heroes, heart, hobbies. That's why I'm going to rate these movies and TV shows. And then on each one, I'm going to give it a 1 through 10. Or 1 through 10 chips. Because this is TV Addicts Anonymous. So I'm going to be giving chips out. Like sobriety chips to these movies. Sorry, this is like a weird one. It's just introducing the show, basically. I am going to do a review. And that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down the movie, basically. Like... I'm gonna do a, talk about the release date and like its competition, like what it went up against the opening weekend. I wanna talk about how much it made in the box office domestically, worldwide, and how much it cost, how much the budget was. I wanna talk about like the first two top bills of the movie, talk about their careers a little bit, like what else they were doing around that time of the movie. I wanna talk about like the favorite moments of the movie, like one of the moments that just stands out and that you remember when someone asks you like why that movie's good, or what you like about it, you'd say that moment. Favorite line, because I like picking up quotes and using like weird quotes, quotes, weird quotes and sayings. So favorite line, and then after that, then I'll rate the humor and the heroes and the heart and the hotties, and I'll give it a score between one to ten. One to ten. All right, so. The first movie that I'm gonna do is what I just recently watched was *The Born Identity* um, with Matt Damon. So, if you guys saw this movie, I didn't really remember it. I remember watching it as a kid. I know there was like a million sequels. *Supremacy* was like the best one out of the sequels, and then there was one with Jeremy Renner. I never saw the Jeremy Renner one. I don't know. I mean, now that I have like a lot of time on my hands, I might watch it, but. 
don't think I own that. I've so many movies that I own, but I never open them. I feel like I'm addicted to just buying movies and opening them. They don't do that, where you just have a bunch of your Blu-rays. Well, now I have 4K, since I have a 4K TV. Not to brag. Some of those curved ones. Did they still make the curved ones? I wonder if the curved, the curve does. Is it like, you can like see it from every angle or something? I don't know. Or it just looks cooler. It's like, what would the curve do? But, um, no, I have an LG, uh, 4K TV player. It's pretty cool. It does look better. But then, like, I feel like I noticed it right when I started moving. I'm like, oh my god, this movie's 4K is so good. And then, like, ten minutes into it, I just don't realize it. I just get used to it. It's how it is with everything. You just, your, your brain or body just gets used to it. You're like, alright. This is interesting, I guess. So. Yeah, so I'm going to do the Born Identity. So, this, it was pretty cool. My first note of this movie is, I think I actually wrote this down, was... Matt Damon is so young and cute. Like, he's really young in this. I don't know how old he was, 2002, so this was a while ago. And it's like a decent action movie. It's really not the best. There are some, like, really cool parts of it, though. But then there's other parts that kind of, like, drag. It's like a little boring. Could be better. But, I mean, this is a little. So it came out June 14th, 2002, so the summer blockbuster in 2002, and it only made $27 million the opening weekend, and it wasn't even the number one movie that week. The number one movie that came out that weekend that made more money was Scooby-Doo, <laughs> which is really funny. Scooby-Doo, such a well-casted, with Sarah Michelle Gellar. I can never remember the guy's name who plays Shaggy. Matthew Lillard. He was in Good Girls. I love Good Girls. I did some YouTube reviews of Good Girls. That show is really good. You should watch it. And um, just Freddie Prince Jr. Like it was just I like that movie, but it made forty two point two million dollars that weekend. And the Born Danny made twenty seven. <laughs> um, then number three in the box office that weekend was Wind Tape Wind Talkers. I don't remember Wind Talkers. That made 14 and a half mil. The Sum of All Fears, which I feel like I should know that movie. The Sum of All Fears. What is that movie? I feel like I've heard of it before. Oh, it's with Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. Oh, but it only got a 6.4. And a 45%. But, I don't know. Like I feel like some people liked it. Um, so it's something about Tom Clancy, a writer's or Tom Clancy novel, and two others. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so that was number four. That made $13.5 million that week. And then number five that weekend was Star Wars Episode Two. It made $9.5 mil. But that was a month after it was already out. It came out a month before June 14th. It came out, like, around May 14th. And then made eighty million that weekend, and then a month later, something nine million. So that was cool. So it came second. The movie cost sixty million dollars to make, and ended up 
fully domestic, like in domestic, making 121 million and worldwide made 214. So it definitely made its money back, and that's probably why there's a million sequels. And I bet the new ones made more money, but if you think about it, 214 million is really not that much money. I know it's like a good return on 60 million, but nowadays it's just different now because movies, especially of this, like if there was a new born movie coming out, like I would expect it to cost 200 million to make. So the numbers are a little underwhelming there, but it still made a fuck ton of money, made a bunch of sequels. So, so the top build, obviously the first one's Matt Damon. In that same year, he did like four other movies, which is insane. And then the year before that, he did Ocean's Eleven. So just think about that run, that like two, three year run of him making Ocean's Eleven. Then after that, he made a movie named Jerry with Casey Affleck. Then he did an animated film, and he was the voice of a horse in the movie called Spirit. Then he was in this movie called The Third Wheel with Ben Affleck and Luke Wilson. And then, same year, he did Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. And then he did The Born Identity. That's insane. Like, that's a lot of... Like, he was so busy. I feel like a lot of very successful people like this are insane workaholics. I mean, I guess you have to be a workaholic to be successful. But I noticed that it always goes in, like, chunks. If you look back at people's, like, IMDb's, and, like, they do a bunch of movies that like, really like right in a row and then they'll take a few years off and then do another chunk of movies i guess that's how you have to do it because probably after working that much you have to like rest or go to rehab i feel like that's where they usually go because you're probably doing that because doing all that work because you're like high on coke or whatever and then second build was franca potente she played marie um i liked her in this she wasn't, like, my favorite um, in this role. Like, nothing against her acting, because I love her. She played Zlata in TNT. Um, I mean, she played Zlata on the TNT show Claws. Have you ever seen Claws? That's an amazing movie. Or TV show. She's so good in that. She was also on the TV show Dark Matter on Sci-Fi. I like that, too. And then I looked up other stuff. She did Anne Frank. She played Anne Frank in American Horror Story. So probably a haunting one, obviously. <laughs> she was in the Bourne video game. So she messed her voice to herself. I wonder if Matt Damon was in it. And then she came back in Supremacy. And in the same year as this movie, she did a movie called Try 17 that starred her, Elijah Wood, and Mandy Moore. <laughs> that seems like such a weird duo, like a trio. Um, I've never heard of it, but I probably like it because I do like a lot of teen dramas. I don't know why. Probably because of the hot people. Which is not creepy because they're over 18 in real life. I know they're playing like 16, like Riverdale. Like, who has seen a 16-year-old that hot in Riverdale? Um, and then she also played Barbara in Blow. So, she's been a lot. And, um, she did get... I didn't really, like, feel their chemistry that much, but, I don't know. Um, my favorite moment in this movie probably has to be the initial scene when he catches, um, 
the fist of those cars. Like, when he's first sitting there and he gets off the boat and he has amnesia. And he's like, what's going on? And he's wearing that, like, sweater that looked like it was, like, washed and dry and, like, put in the dryer and stretched out. For some reason, it looked really loose, that sweater. I don't know. I just remember my boyfriend had a sweater and it looked really loose. I was like, what's going on with your sweater? And he's like, oh, I dried it. I was like, you can't dry a sweater. Well, first of all, I don't wear sweaters. What the fuck? Am I Mr. Rogers? What's going on here? And so I was like, oh, you can't dry sweaters. And he's like, no, it stretches them out. And I feel like I should have known that. But, no, something only, like, person who wears sweaters would know. And I was like, why do you like sweaters? Like, I don't know. He doesn't like hoodies. Or he does, but... So I got him a hoodie sweater. He's wearing that a little better. So that's not even the point of the story. The point is that he realized that he has like essentially superpowers. He can he has like CAA fighting skills and he fights these cops. And he's like, holy shit, I have I can fight. So that'd be really cool. Like everybody wants that scene happen in their life. Like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies when he, like, dodges the fist. So he's cool. Um, and it's a really good hero moment, too. Or the scene that I called bring a pen to a knife fight. When he's fighting that guy with a knife with a pen. And he stabs the pen in his hand. And the guy doesn't even flinch and pulls the pen out. Probably the realizing superpower moment. But close second to the pen. Uh, favorite line is the scene when he's like, I don't want to know who I am anymore. When he's like dramatically staying there with a kid, he like wakes up when they're at Marie's house. Or not Marie's house, but like her friend's house. And like, who the fuck's her friend? And he has kids. And for some reason, in the middle of the night, Jason Bourne just like walks over, he's like standing in front of the kid. At first, I was like, is he, like, PTSD'd out and he's gonna, like, do something with these kids? And that would have been really dark. But no, he's just like, I'm worried about the kids. I don't know if I want to know who I am anymore. Um, so that's a good line. Or the line at the very end when he's, like, confronting Chris Cooper there and Conklin. And he... Conklin's like, I don't use you to kill him. Anybody could kill him. I could hire fucking Julia Stiles over here to kill him. She could save his last dance. And he's like, no, I use you because you're invisible. And, which is really cool. And that's how, like, Clive Owen was, too. Like, he was all, like, invisible. So there were definitely, and they both have, like, headaches. And you know, that, like, weird thing. The people on the boat, like, pulled that thing out of his head. So he never talked about it. So obviously it comes back. So they, like, train these people. It's probably like a Black Widow thing. Where they're all, like, super soldiers. So those two lines are good. And now I just need to basically rate this movie. So the first one is humor. It's really not that funny of a movie. Um, that's kind of what I kept thinking of every time I was watching it. I was like, I'm not really laughing. Um, there's a few times, like, when she's, when they first do their meet cute, he's like, I'll give you $20,000 to drive me to Paris. And it's like, if a hot dude walks up to you and says, I'll give you 20 grand, they don't go to Paris with you? Like, I would do it. 
I'd be like, can we buy like a better car though? And I don't know, I don't remember. I don't think it was great. I'd be like, why don't you spend some of that money on a better car really quick? And she's like talking. And she's like, oh my god, I've been speed talking for 60 kilometers. I was like, bitch, no one knows what kilometers are. Just the same mile. I know you're like in a different country or whatever. And even though like every other country uses kilometers. And uh, he's like, listening to you is relaxing. And she's like, what type of music do you like? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, tell me. He's like, I don't know. Which is kind of like, it sounds really sarcastic. And he's like, no, listening to you is super relaxing. Like I have a massive headache, which sounds great. Which, but yeah, is being serious. Um, so those were funny moments. The scene when they like want to get information about his alias that was staying at the hotel, and uh, he's telling her all this plan. He's like doing the Ocean's Eleven like voiceover as she's walking in about what to do. And she's like, no, the guy was checking me out, so I just asked him for it. He's like, oh okay. Um, so some of it was funny. But it wasn't overly funny, and it wasn't really meant to be. Um, and I think it probably would have helped if it was more funny. So I think that's what's going to hurt the score. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it 4 out of 10 for funniness. 4 out of 10. Saying it. That's my score. 4 out of 10. Now, after that, I have to do heroes. So he's a dope hero. So is she. I mean, kind of. I don't know. I wasn't, like, a huge fan of her. She was, like, okay in this. But he was a badass hero. His fighting, his dopeness, his sexiness, his not remembering who he is. Like, he was very vulnerable and badass at the same time, which is cool and kind of not seen that much. So... I'm going to give him an 8 out of 10 on Hero Scale. Hero Scale, 8 out of 10. That is high. But I'm a fan of Jason Bourne. Um, and I think he's a really cool hero. I like his backstory that he probably was like built in the lab or something. And that he doesn't know. Because that's like always really interesting to me. I know it's such a cliche thing about like amnesia. But for some reason, that is so interesting, and like why movies about people with amnesia just do well. Even if you're like, oh, I've seen this before, you still want to watch it, because it's such a huge thing. Like, that's a huge character arc, to like not know who you are, and that's the whole movie, figuring out who you are while crazy shit's happening. Like, that, that's so compelling. Like, I don't know, no matter what you say, that whole story arc is just a very compelling story. So 8 out of 10 for hero scale. Now, but 1 through 10 for heart. There was some heart. They kind of started falling for each other. But not really. And then her and like that random dude that we never explained who he was. And then when they meet up at the very end. I mean, yes. And they end up caring for each other. They have like this weird dynamic where they're, like, annoyed and they half want to go, like, he keeps telling her to go and she, like, knows she could, but she's, like, kind of interested in it. And, like, you know, I'm talking about it to myself. I'm actually liking it better. 
You ever do that? <laughs> when you're like trying to prove a point, but as you're proving it, you're like siding with the other people or the other side. So it was actually kind of a good storyline with them. Um, I don't know exactly. Let's say, I'll, I'll, let's give the heart a four out of ten. Four out of ten for heart. Because, I mean, there was a decent amount. Not like a crazy amount, but decent. They were, the last one's hotties. They were fucking hot. That scene when he is like cutting her hair, or he, I don't even, I always, it's so stupid in movies too when they're like, the they cut the hair and then but then the next scene it's like perfectly done it's like he wouldn't know how to do that but he did a very sexy like dyes it and then he like grabs her hair she's like cutting it and he's in a tank top oh one of my notes was matt damon in a tank top it was so hot and then she initiated she like kissed him and like right when she kissed him i was like wait does this mean that like, he's a virgin technically he doesn't remember ever having sex but I'm sure he has muscle memories there, okay? Like, his muscles were doing some shit to her other muscles. His penis and her vagina is what I was getting at. It's kind of obvious. Um, so, hotness. That's pretty up there, but that's really the only scene in the movie that they're hot. I mean, yes, they're hot throughout the whole movie, but it doesn't really show his hotness. And, like, I wasn't really attracted to him while he was doing his crazy shit. Like, when he's, it was dope when he's in that driving scene, the chase scene when they're after him. And it had another funny moment when they're sitting there in the car looking at each other, like, holy shit. Because he's shocking himself, too, as he's doing all this crazy shit. But, like, in John Wick, when he's, like, getting beaten up and, like, bloody, like, for some reason he's hotter. I don't know. Um... And, like, it wasn't really showing her hotness, really. Like, her outfits weren't really... Which I know that's not all... The movie wasn't about that. So it doesn't matter that they weren't showing up their hotness. There's really that one scene. It's the one of its ever hotness. I feel like it has to be, like, a five. Is that too low? Like... Four plus four plus eight plus five. Oh no. So if I average all those scores, that makes it that gives this movie a five point two five. 5.25. So basically just five. Five and a half. They round up. That's kind of low. Like, I thought it would be a little higher. But on my scale, like, hotness and humor are a big thing with movies. And that's probably why. I mean, that's an average movie. So it's not a terrible score. Five out of ten. I have a name for all my scores. Like, which chip they get. And the five one's the blue chip. And that rating is called It's Fun, which is good. But you know how, like, in average movies that people always say it's fun? That's what I think of when people are trying to, like, be nice. And they, like, that's always the reviewers that are, like, looking forward to the next, like, 
Marvel movie, and you know they're Marvel people. Kind of like when Captain Marvel came out. I was even did this. I was like so looking forward to this movie, and it came out and it wasn't that great, so I just kept saying it was fun. <laughs> like, it's just so fun. They're like, yeah, so it's like average. So, yeah, that's what I'm say. So I give Jason Bourne's The Bourne Identity 5 out of 5. And I'm sticking to it. That kind of really does sum up the movie. Um, it was really cool. I loved it. As much. You know what? I honestly loved it more knowing that I was going to do a podcast about it. Because I got to like research it and look into it. And it made me care a little more. So. That's good. But anyway. So I hope you guys listen to this during this crazy quarantine time. Um, I want to keep doing it. I'm going to do a bunch of random movies. Tomorrow I'm going to do Ready Player One. I just rewatched that. That's a pretty cool movie. So I'll review that. See what it looks like. And then I want to do some of like, my favorite ones. And shows. I'll probably review like, a show like a whole season at once. That'll probably be the best. But yeah, so I've been, I'm Jay. This has been really fun. It's really cool just talking about movies. I like, that's just like a big passion of mine. So I like being able to do that and ramble and just talk about stupid shit. And this is TV Addicts Anonymous, where people are addicted to media. All media junkies, TV shows, comics, video games, movies. You're welcome here. Okay? I'm a junkie, like, just same as you. This is a meeting. We're giving chips to movies. Not to us, because we're not giving them up. But anyway, so thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to subscribe to listen to me more wherever you can. And see you next week.